0: What's up, guys? Welcome to BitCast episode 92 for the week of May 9th, 2021. I'm your host, Jake Martin, and in the studio this week, we have Landry Smith.
1: Two episodes in a row. Thanks for having me, Jake.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks for being on the show once again and uh, always bringing your... Well, last time you brought some pretty hot takes, but, you know, uh, I think this time your takes may not be as hot, but they will be interesting. Yeah, hopefully.
1: I feel like last time they were logical, but... Uh, hopefully not too hot.
0: <laughs> um, if you guys are tuning in today, we are talking about games we're playing. Obviously, then new Pokemon Snap. So that's a that's a little release you may have heard of. We're pretty excited about this. It's one of the first, I think, major releases for a Switch this year. Really, outside yeah, of uh,
1: 3D. Yeah, the 3D World re-release and Bowser's yeah. Fury, which Bowser's Fury was awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's you know, it, I, I I think I've talked on the show before. I'm not a huge fan of 3D world and just the way the platforming feels in that game. But Bowser's Fury, I am very intrigued by. Uh, So yeah, besides that, new Pokemon Snap. This is the next big Nintendo release. Uh, I have it. I've only played a few hours. And Landry, you just beat it, correct?
1: That's right, yeah. I rolled Um, credits last night or two nights ago.
0: That's impressive. That's impressive. How How many hours, just roughly, do you think?
1: I think it was around 11 to 12 hours that I wound up rolling credits in. I could okay. have probably dilly dallied around for a long time, but I'll, we'll talk about that more <laughs> later.
0: Dilly dallied, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot to find. A lot of secrets uh, in this game. But we're first talking about um, some quick housekeeping for you guys. So if you are listening, please be sure to write into us. We'd love to hear from you about any topics you may want us to cover on here. Any things that you think uh, would be worth discussing. Um, write reviews. That also helps us on the podcast side. We're on sp- almost every single podcast platform out there. So whichever one you prefer. I don't think Spotify has a review system yet, but uh, maybe it does. At yeah. least subscribe on there. That'd be cool.
1: That's how I got my first gig on the show was writing in a topic to the show that you That's guys right. talked about. So
0: That's right. Yeah, topics go a long way, guys. If you if you care to talk about it, we'll get you on the show. Um, and then also the drink of the show today for, uh, for Landry, what do you have on your side? What's your drink of the I show today?
1: I am drinking sweet tea. I can't believe that just happened. Come on. What? Uh, oh, you couldn't hear that. Perfect. No, uh, I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I just had a, a phone call come in through my headphones like hardcore, super loud. Uh, oh, on your I thought for computer? sure that would have been yeah, I thought for sure that would have been uh heard on the podcast, but I'm glad it wasn't. Um I'm drinking sweet tea. So
0: nice. Sweet tea from uh where though? That's this is important.
1: Oh, uh Fiesta Mexican restaurant.
0: Oh, I'll dude, Fiesta is f- great. Shout out Fiesta. I'll we'll, fix and we'll, pike. Yeah. Yeah, we'll tag them in the show notes to make sure they're getting some some uh rollover. Uh, money from this podcast nice.
1: yeah we love fiesta we're there all too frequently well we we get a lot of takeout from there but
0: yeah no fiesta is great they used to be uh what was it called Soul el sol uh, or, or something like that like it was like just down the road and it's now demolished but now fiesta has like i think oh really i think, it's this, I think the same people moved over to that one i didn't realize fiesta. that yeah they were just they were just so popular they had to keep on growing and expanding so yeah fiesta is a, a hickson it has, has a history in Hickson. Let's Very say nice. Uh, but we're not here to talk about local Chattanooga Mexican restaurants. We are here to talk <laughs> about what we're playing. So Landry, how about you start us off here first? I want to know what you've been playing since last time we talked, which was about two weeks ago.
1: Sure. Well, obviously, new Pokemon, Pokemon snap, snap quite a bit. Um, yep. But yesterday, or a couple of days ago, I had the chance to start Astral Chain. Oh, wow. I'd never... Played it before and it's awesome, man. Like, I've been blown away by the quality of uh storytelling. I mean, it's definitely got like some anime esque
0: tropes yeah. and
1: stuff, but the story this is, this is a platinum game, right? Yeah, yeah, storytelling's top notch. The aesthetics, like, super sci fi. Um, yeah. and I tweeted today about how you know it's just so much better of a game loop and an action game in my opinion even in three hours uh than bayonetta one and two and it's also less trashy and embarrassing as well so (laughs) like i like you don't have like
0: a scantily clad woman on your screen half the time like flaunting her flaunting her body so your wife walks in you're like uh (laughs) like i love a good action
1: game like i I miss the old god of war style game Mm -hmm. quite a bit um but that said, with just three hours of Astral Chain, I'm already like, you know what? I'm not even looking forward to Bayonetta 3 anymore. This is the game right here.
0: This like, is great. This is
1: awesome. So Dang. it's a really great game, and I'm super excited that I'm getting a chance to play through it now, even though I'm a couple years late.
0: Hey, no, that's great. And I, not that late. I mean, it's a year and a half, two years, and we'll talk about late games here in a second. But uh, how, how does it look on Switch? Are you playing in handheld or do- uh, docked?
1: um i've played it in both and it looks amazing i would say it's one of the best looking switch games it's it's cell shaded Um, yeah like
0: artistically it's just really yeah it's got a unique
1: art style but still if i saw it running on ps4 i wouldn't be like oh man this looks crappy at all okay everything looks pristine it's got like that nintendo first party polish where you're just like how did they reek this much out of the system it doesn't make sense i know uh but it's it's
0: fast it's like there's like i remember just watching some of the trailers for it and the gameplay there's a lot going on in the screen when you're watching gameplay like what is happening (laughs) like
1: most platinum games i mean the action is intense and and there's a learning curve like the first couple hours i've been very confused as to what i'm actually (laughs) doing but uh you know i could tell that these combo systems are deep and i'm gonna figure them out eventually so
0: i love that i love the learning the the as long as the on ramp is pretty gradual and it's not like holy crap, this is a huge learning curve. It's like, oh okay, I'm picking up combos and I see now like the flow of how I'm supposed to be approaching these. You know, that's that's a, that's a fun that's a fun learning process.
1: It, yeah, absolutely. And they have a good training area as well where you can go try everything out. Also. Always good, always Certainly.
0: good. I loved that in the um, Monster Hunter World. They had a training area because I was like the weapons in that they don't really tell you how to use them. So I was like you trying to use half these weapons like i don't even know what i'm doing there's and then like come to find out there's different combos for different weapons and how you use them depends on which but yeah just, there, there's there's a lot more complexity or complexity to those weapons than i had initially realized so the training area was clutch for me
1: yeah i've, always, I've heard the learning curve for monster hunter is insane
0: but once you learn it's amazing i'm really i'm really interested in monster hunter rise i want to try that out but yeah i, I haven't too. haven't bit the bullet yet well, I. cool. So, uh, for me, I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn uh, Complete Edition. That came out on PS5. Um, or actually, really, I think PS4 could get it, too. It was just during the whole summer of play, or I forget what they call it right now, but basically it was free. Yeah. And I was like, sweet, I'll pick this up. I had tried playing it. I borrowed a friend's copy, and we were talking about this a second ago. But yeah, it came out right around the same time as Breath of the Wild. And they were both getting amazing reviews, but I'm like, I, I knew I was only going to play Zelda, so... I stuck with that one and love Zelda so much. And then when I tried playing Horizon afterwards, uh, you were you said this better than I did. But yeah, just you felt so restricted almost. Like, this is not this is not the same. I don't. I, I hate that I can't climb that mountain. I hate that I. It's it's a bit more of a traditional open world RPG where I'm. You know, there's dialogue trees and all these kinds of different things that are in a lot of modern RPGs. So I uh, I, I skipped it. But I'm happy to report that I have finally gotten past that hump and it was still slow in the beginning but i i put it on easy don't hate me for this i put the game Very on easy mode uh, cuz i was like i don't i don't think i want to be challenged this much right now i don't want to be frustrated i just want to kind of experience the game see kind of what the story is a little bit and just 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 play it uh and i've loved it man i think i think that that should be the move that most people take especially if you're getting up in your years of gaming you have responsibilities don't don't make it harder than it has to be be, be cool with just uh Oh, you hear that Zelda alert sound? Very nice. Be cool with just playing the game on easy. You're still you're still gaming and you're still having fun. That's all that matters. Uh, so yeah, I've been loving it. Horizon Zero Dawn's been great, and uh, I finally beat Dragon Quest Eleven. Wow. Uh, echoes Echoes of an Elusive Age S. Oh man. For Switch. All
1: right. Well, I want to ask <laughs> you about Dragon Quest Eleven, but before we move on from Zero Dawn, um, I'm interested to go back and play it myself because, like you said. It was. I played it right after I finished Breath of the Wild. Right, and it wasn't just the restrictive nature. Like, oh man, I can't climb this mountain. Oh man, I can't. There's like a friggin' invisible wall right here, um, right, in a place that looks like it's alloy. Right, that's the name of the protagonist. Yeah, Aloy, Alloy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was like, it seems like she should be able to climb this or, or walk up this friggin' hill, but also <laughs> just like there was so much on the UI uh, everywhere. And it yes. was just so different and jarring, and it was not the good. It wasn't a good experience to go straight to from mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild. Um, I almost feel like the same thing happened to a lot of people this summer with uh, The Last of Us Part Two jumping straight into Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Seems like people had a much fonder memories of that six months later than they did right out of the gate with it because they were coming off of this, you know, landmark game with The Last of Us Part Two, right. and this just gut-wrenching emotional experience and then going straight into Ghost of Tsushima, which is probably a really great PlayStation game. I haven't played that one, to be honest. Um, I haven't
0: either, but I. it's honestly, you're right. Uh, to compare those, honestly, Ghost of Tsushima is another game that I know that I will, I will like, that yeah. I know that I will want to play and I think it'll be great. I just, I don't have the, uh, what's the word, the mental capacity or like patience to be able to play another long tail game just yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, so those things... I feel like those releases had a little bit of similarity, and they came at mm-hmm. right against like generational, just you know, powerhouses. Yes. But Dragon Quest XI, man, I, <laughs> I, I know that game is forever, and I, a lot of those games, sometimes I begrudge them for being so long. I think Dragon Quest XI is my third favorite Switch game. I love that game so much. You, so, have you beaten it? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I beat the like full ending and then i started it over again and started playing it again
0: (laughs) (laughs) so it's yeah uh i i I have i've been slowly 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 just chipping away at dragon quest 11 like i'll forget about it i i played a crap ton of hades and that was all i was playing for a while and then i was on the couch the other night and i was like i don't want to play more horizon right now like what i want to like hannah's watching tv i want something that's just kind of comfortable that i can enjoy casually and just do what i want to do and i ended up just sitting down and playing for like an hour and a half and i was like oh i'm already at the end of the game and i just like i just beat the i beat the game nice <laughs> and, and i don't know how long it took you but it i was surprised that i beat it so soon maybe there's more that i can yeah. ex- i know there's i know there's more
1: it's weird there's two endings really um so i uh, 50 it's...
0: hours is about what it took me to get to like
1: so yeah you got the first ending the first first one yeah and then part, there's yeah. this weird like i it, it's impossible not to get into spoiler teri- territory and talk about the <laughs> actual ending, but it's pretty awesome what they oh, do. Oh, so you
0: think it's worth continuing on to see I what do, happens? I do, but it might okay. be one of
1: those things where it's like, maybe I'll put this down for a year and come back to it. Or maybe, you know, if you're in the mood for more, then you can jump right into it. But it, it really is like a second game. I beat the game at 112 hours, oh, the gosh. actual game.
0: So but, I'm like only halfway <laughs> basically.
1: But I mean you, th- that is like the one star cleared completion file. You just wind yeah. up having to it's crazy cuz you would think like oh it's going to make me like go back and do this stuff over again. No, it's like completely different. Like the, the Oh s- wow. S- it's
0: really cool. I, I love I, that. Okay. Well, I I probably will. I will probably continue it. I was just and I was playing that game on normal difficulty, so You know, I I did at least play the game the the way they want you to experience it. So, but I feel like it did. I I beat the final boss relatively easily. I was I was surprised. I I had struggled on previous bosses, uh, but this one I was like, oh okay, he's dead. Um, maybe I maybe I just had figured out the best way to, I don't know, combat people or the best team setup. I don't know. But I yeah, I I really don't feel like I struggled that much with the end boss. But I really enjoyed it, and I think that game's great. It's, a, it's yeah. like one of the best, one of the best RPGs to come out in a long time. And I think even if uh, like Horizon Zero Dawn is, is it's a bit more, um, I would say daunting to start because it is so realistic and there's, yeah, there's a huge HUD and like just so much to do. Dragon Quest is very charming and like simplistic in its presentation. There's not like so much to do when you get into a new town. Um, and it's, it is like really straightforward for the most part. Um, and they do a great job of telling you what you need to do next. Like if you ever get lost, there's not this like, okay. Well, I mean, like horizons that way too. But, um, from a story standpoint, I just love how dragon quest kind of keeps you in the loop of, Hey, here's what's going on. And here's where you need to go next. And
1: yeah. And also, so- I mean, we both played the game the same way. It took me about a year and a half to beat the game. So it's <laughs> one of those things where it's like, you know, I put it down for, four or five months i'd pick it back up and i knew what to do next because it is so good about first of all on the load screens they catch you up with the story but then also when you get into the map it's like you open it up it's like you have to go here so yeah um, or it's
0: it's, it's like kind of loose hints it's not like directed, like hey here's your next waypoint it's like hey you should go to the you know the so-and-so planes and see what's going on over there or in- go investigate this this city or something like that so you're like oh okay and then sometimes i got i got so stuck i was like i don't know where to go exactly and i would just talk to your you can talk to your party also yeah and they'll tell you they'll tell you what to do you're like hey we should go to dundrasil and you're like okay
1: yeah i i just love a lot of things i mean i know sylvanda is kind of like a stereotypical character and in some ways but i thought he was one of the funniest characters. Yeah, he was
0: and so great. Like just they they present him so well. Even though he is like over the top, I just think he was like the most empathetic and like just sweet. Like he was just he was just a, a good guy to have on your team. I don't know. Yeah, it was just yeah sure. overall just a great game. Great characters, great story. Even though the the hero himself is pretty bland and unexciting. Uh, but the characters, all the the friends you bring with you are are much more interesting than he is. So
1: yeah, I would like. It, I it know. I understand. Like their philosophy is like you're supposed to project yourself on the hero, and he's like a silent protagonist and stuff. But it's it's becoming a disservice to the story at this point. Like the storytelling mm-hmm. around it's so good, and it's it's really <laughs> you just had this sometimes. boring
0: piece of bread that's the main yeah. character. <laughs> like, like even he, like, even the way he looks is boring. Like he has like just like such a boring like. He does straight haircut and his clothes are boring and you're like man this guy is just not like he just doesn't strike me as a hero yeah i but, i
1: found the dragon quest 8 costume and just played through as that because you know nostalgia a little bit better a yeah, little bit better sure. yeah
0: so anyways pretty pretty good uh pretty good gaming accomplishments here recently so it's been it's been a nice time but let's move on to the topic of the show now which is new pokemon snap uh so this was I don't know when this came out, uh, two Fridays ago,
1: April 30th. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, and then this week, this last Friday was, uh, Resident Evil eight and then this came out with Returnal. That's right. Or yeah. Returnal.
1: That's right. Um, yeah. They launched. So the same I was like, day, There was
0: two big releases that I wanted to check out. Um, but anyways, Pokemon snap came out. Um, and I, we, we were talking in our group chat the Nintendo bros and <laughs> I was, uh, i was kind of dogging pokemon snap because i was like i it looks like a good game but i i don't know how i feel about paying 60 dollars for taking pictures of pokemon yeah um for 15 hours or so um but here i am i I bought it anyways so nintendo got me
1: that that nostalgia (laughs) pulled you in and they knew it would
0: (laughs) they got me i was hungry for something on the switch man so um you've beaten the game Yeah, and I want. I'm curious to know. Just you know, what are your what are your overall thoughts? What have you you know, what do you want to tell the audience about New Pokemon Snap?
1: Well, I think that New Pokemon Snap is exactly what Bandai Namco uh, (laughs) set out to make it be. It's exactly what they wanted it to be, and that is a beautifully like some of the environments are are really, really gorgeous. Just a beautiful game. Um, it's fun. It's charming. It's relaxing. Um, mm. There's really not too much negative about it, I don't think. It just overall, I don't think it ever has the potential to be a, an, a great game. But <laughs> it's a really strong, it's a really good game. Yeah. It's, it's as a good, good as it can be. It's a good game. It just yeah. never, because of the mechanics, because it's kind of a game from a bygone era, um, it really is an on-rails shooter um, or like almost like a light gun game without a light gun. You're just, <laughs> you're, you're completely stationary or just you're not stationary around. Now. Yeah. You're, you're tied to a track. You can't do anything but move your camera around. But I mean, it feels like you're on a safari and, you know, just cruising through all these environments, taking Pictures of Pokemon, and that sounds boring <laughs> when you talk about it, but I, I find it to be very relaxing and fun.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of my takeaway so far too. I, I haven't beaten the game. I'm I'm only about probably three hours in. Um, I've unlocked like the third location, so I think I have a ways to go still. Uh, but what's been interesting is Hannah and I have actually been playing a little bit. I'm mean, even passing the controller back and forth, and this is this is like her first time really playing games in a, in a while. And I was like, I know you can like this would be a, an enjoyable game for somebody who doesn't play that that much, doesn't play video games that much because it is like it's pretty straightforward. You know, you you're, you can you get the concept of taking pictures of Pokemon um, and you only really have to use one joystick if you want to. So, uh, yeah, we, we've been having a lot of fun just going through levels like I'll go through first, take some pictures and try to find the coolest ones to take pictures of. And then she'll go and we kind of do like a little competition of like score who can get the best pictures of, of uh, each Pokemon. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's been exactly what you said, just very cathartic or relaxing. And uh, I think one thing to sort of like if you had played the original, uh, what's what's great about this one is it's more of the same. But the the worlds that they are in, like you were saying, are just so realized Um the Pokemon have more natural movement to them. Obviously um, the, the details in the environments are a lot more just upgraded visually. And there, there's, there's, there's a lot going on. Um, so it feels more realistic. Like, Oh yeah, this is where a toucan Pokemon would hang out at. And, Oh, it's cool to see this, this Arbok hanging out in the woods back here. You know, it's like, it just, it's cool. Yeah, it's it cool. is.
1: And, you know, even though sword and shield, we saw the, pokemon kind of running around in the fields and stuff you don't actually get to see them act or behave like they would in their environment and in this game just like in pokemon snap i feel like you're the 64 version i feel like you're getting (laughs) to see them in an area where they would actually live like you know yeah in in the fantasy world that they belong to so there's a certain reality um, to it that um that makes sense and it's it's fun seeing that also they, they did build on the mechanics in, in one really clever way. I mean, the foundation of Pokemon Snap, just the way the game was built on the 64, was made to where you would have to replay the same six or seven levels over and over again. Mm-hmm. You're still doing that in new Pokemon Snap, but now you have a research level for each individual level yes. and each individual night and day level, and it makes it to where... You know, as you gain your enhance your research level, which takes maybe one or two playthroughs.
0: Yeah, not you, very much.
1: Yeah, you you get more Pokemon introduced to that environment, and they'll interact with the other Pokemon there as well. Um, mm-hmm. And you can bring it up to three research levels, and that's also tied to the progression of the actual game. And uh, every time you research, your research level goes to like area two. You unlock either new ability or your level progression. Uh, or you'll get a new area in some way. Uh, so yeah. that's kind of how the game moves forward, um, and I think that's a pretty clever way to do it.
0: And I like I like the uh, the progression, the leveling system is actually like it mirrors what happens in the world, the level as well. So you'll level up like on the first level, for example, you'll see a bunch of uh, bouffalants or whatever they're called in the foreground, like or like way way in the background. Uh, in the map you're like oh man they're so far away i can't get a picture of them like that's really good Uh, and then when you get to level two all of a sudden the buffalons are a lot closer and they've moved up a little bit in the field and they're like closer to the track because they're used to you you know in quotes being on that on that map Uh, and so you get better pictures of the buffalons and then same thing happens level three pokemon that you may have seen sort of just briefly or like somewhere else on the map they're doing something more interesting the next time you come back um, and yeah, it just, it, uh, it does, it does encourage you to come back and retry things and look for other Pokemon, which is what Pokemon snaps always been. Um, but also it's, it's encouraging. And really, I, I love that. It's not too hard. Like it's not too hard to progress the level. So, you know, you're not sitting on the same level for too long until something new happens. You know, um, I would say the progression has been even so far for me. Uh, has that it's, been your experience?
1: Well in the in the <laughs> beginning of the game it is it's it, the, prog- the progression's great and it feels fast paced but there is a point where you hit late i would say middle to late stage where it's just like what the heck do i do why is everything slowed down so much i right. don't understand what i'm supposed to do to progress and i had to look it up in a guide and um no shame in that it, yeah no shame <laughs> at all i i imagine and this is m- one of the other big flaws some of the dialogue scenes probably mentioned this but i'll be danged if i didn't try and listen to a little bit of that and i was like i'm spamming the a button get me through this i do not enjoy (laughs) this
0: at all like (laughs) i mean yeah professor mir uh you know he he sometimes will give you he'll sometimes give you some hints like in what he says but like there's so much just of the same dialogue happening every single time you come back to camp you're like okay i've heard this before skip 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 skip. way
1: too much like that to me was a real turnoff in the beginning especially the very beginning of the game i feel like it took forever to launch that first mission yeah um you know that's a minor complaint and even the fact that it's really difficult to figure out what to do is a minor complaint because we live in the internet era and you can look it up You'll um, figure it
0: out, and it's maybe it's good that it's a little bit difficult to figure out what's what you're supposed to do. Like it's a mystery sometimes. Like, oh, what do I need to do here? True, uh, but
1: I, I when I found out the answer for a couple of them, I was like, "There's no the way. The solution
0: is not cool. Yeah. No
1: way that I would have ever figured that out. Like, I mean, unless I was just spamming a particular button and throwing fluff fruits and aluminum orbs like everywhere,
0: I don't think <laughs> like I would have figured man.
1: this out. Like, it's crazy.
0: Um, why, why, why do they have to call them fluff fruits? Let's talk about that for a second yeah. because they're apples. Yeah I, yeah,
1: I. that's one of the first times I've ever actually spoke that out loud, and <laughs> God, it's really ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Sound like a total loser. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for real, I, I was like, why? 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 I mean, I know it's Pokemon universe, but they were called apples, I think, in the first game, so we can just stick with that if we want to. Yeah. Or at least, at least we assumed they were apples in the first game. Maybe they've always been fluff fruits.
1: Yeah, well, maybe. I don't know, but I, it's a freaking apple. And, but, uh, you know, the one thing about an apple and a fluff fruit I guess it's different. You, when, because sometimes you peg those things right in the head. <laughs> and Professor Mirror and, uh, is very careful to say, you know, the Pokemon aren't hurt by these things.
0: Yeah. That was, a, that was, I've noticed that as well. I was like, that was a really, that, that seemed like a real, like a PETA thing or something like that. You know, they're trying to make sure that they're not, uh, injuring any of these wild animals with these very light apples. They're just tossing yeah. at them in the face. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's uh, you know I've I've enjoyed that, and then um, I haven't really messed with the request system. Have you tried that yet? And that's like the little like challenge kind of thing. Yeah, the little chat in the top right that tells you like, hey, try doing this.
1: Yeah, I've gotten a few of them uh, that I just kind of challenge myself to go and get. They're hard, man. They're like really hard, Uh, (laughs) like too hard. So uh, this is one of the things about Pokemon Snap that. I think in the 64 one even, it's like when you're really trying to find just one thing, you mm-hmm. just bang your head up against a wall. You're you're just throwing apples everywhere. You know, you know it's around a certain area, you're playing your stupid polka flute, which by the way, <laughs> does nothing in this game. I swear to God, it has zero <laughs> function. I've played it everywhere, it's the most annoying little jingle. Which by I, the way, I have never gotten it to do a single thing for me in the whole game and i beat the game so if anybody knows what that thing does or why it exists let me know please hey I,
0: our our guy tiny mike or michael carillo shout out mike He he's gonna he's gonna have the answers for us he was the one on our stream telling us all okay. the all the hidden secrets yeah
1: he did have uh, all the, he did seem to have all the answers i, had I tuned the into answers. your stream for a little bit
0: yeah, uh, he definitely knows what the polka flutes used for. I'm sure, so we, Lord, could, we could man. ask him after this.
1: Well, what however <laughs> it's designed or whatever it's for, it's not clearly not expressed.
0: Clear. Um, yeah. So, so my only complaint or only thing that I haven't loved so far is that um, maybe I just need to adjust the sensitivity of my camera, but I just feel like it just takes a while to like turn around and actually get or see the next thing. And I've been using the D-pad. The D-pad helps because you can like quick adjust to like look yeah, a certain way. Yeah, you can throw
1: 180 with just the down button.
0: Um, but I, for some reason, I just feel like the lens is is a bit more focused in this time. Maybe I, I need to go back and look at the original Pokemon Snap, but even when it's fully zoomed out, I just don't feel like I'm seeing everything, you know? And I'm like, oh, I just have such a limited like frame, like frame right now. I didn't um, get
1: that feeling, but um, I, I did adjust my sensitivity up to 10 or nine, whatever it is, max, right up. Almost the as high
0: as it can go. Yeah, I yeah. think I need to do that just because it's just a bit easier. It's so slow when you're trying to move around. It's um, really
1: slow out of the gate, and, your, and uh, your vehicle moves slowly at first as well. But right, I, I, I don't. Well, <laughs> I'm, spoilers. I'm conf- yeah, dude. I know. I'm conflicted. I'll just keep it shut.
0: Yeah, but. Uh, to that to that point i was uh i i was maybe it's just because i know that there's like cool things that i'm missing all the time and i don't want to have to replay the same level again just maybe because i was faced the wrong way one time um so you know that maybe that's what i'm feeling is i just it seems to me maybe you can confirm confirm or deny this but it seems to me that most of the time you can just be looking straight ahead and see the things that you need to see um and decide what you want to take pictures of because I've, I've spent time like looking backwards and I've caught like a few cool things like the tang growth and like other things behind me. But oh, yeah,
1: that was cool. cool a
0: lot of times, you know, usually it's all like in front of you or to your sides. You can kind of see it. So I don't know. I just feel like I'm missing things sometimes.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard for me to say I I feel like I can go through these games and feel like I've seen so much. But then I'll watch a YouTube 100 percent video and I'm like, holy smokes, I'm a blind man. Like, I know, like what is going on? How do they know how to do all this stuff? So, um, you know,
0: I think that's yeah. where the requests come in though. So the requests are really hard, but I was reading somewhere where they're saying like, it's, it's a great way to find more Pokemon or uncover secrets in levels that you weren't even aware of. Uh, cause they're like pretty direct hints. It's like, Hey, you should try doing this on this level. Well, um,
1: I, Agree, sort of. Well, I, I wouldn't say they're direct. Like the there's one where it's like there's a bunch of burned fruit here. Can you figure out which Pokemon did it? So I spent yeah, like three. I keep on seeing that. Three times going through the level, but I think I was on research level two or one, and I was throwing apples at it constantly. I'm like, if I threw a fresh apple here, someone's gonna come and burn it. Uh, but I had to be on the next research level, so I sp- wasted three. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's what it was because <laughs> I runs went in there with the, the, same the level. Next, Yeah, I went on the next research level and I uh, it was like it just came right out of the tree. I didn't throw anything, so um, you know, yeah, some of that stuff's not of, clear. Some of it's pretty vague, so it might be one of those things where you I haven't tried once I beat the game. Maybe that's what you need to go do after you beat the game. You come back to those challenges with all your your super knowledge, up, yeah, Neo One or whatever it's called, uh, yeah, and and go through that way.
0: Hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, overall, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Um, do you feel like you have a desire to go back and try some of those challenges or are you kind of like done now?
1: No, I'm not done at all. I feel like I'm, well, I'm done for the moment. Like I'm going to put it to the (laughs) side, but I, I feel like I'll come back to this game at some point. Um, kind of like Pokemon snap. I remember being disappointed when I got it. I think I got it for a birthday or Christmas and I was like, man, uh, not much of a game
0: here after you beat it. this isn't
1: what i would have wanted but that is the game that i returned to time and time and time again Mm because it it did have a lot of replay value and i felt like i was always uncovering something new so um you know maybe a year or so down the road i'll come back and try and get some of those challenges and get the edge for it again
0: well so then that's that's why i I bought a physical physical copy um just because i know that it'll be one of those games that i think once i beat it i i and maybe I found the secrets that I want to find. Like I'm, I'm not going to have much desire to go back and complete it. Like I'm a completionist in certain situations, but in this one, I don't know if I really would, I really care to get the best shot or all four poses of each Pokemon. In I definitely
1: level. don't think I'll ever do that, but I would like yeah. to maybe fill out the, whatever the Pokedex is called in this one. It's photodex, I think. Yeah. Is it is, is it, it seems like, I mean, I went through a playthrough and I was like, okay, this seems manageable. I could, I could catch these other ones. I know there's some rare Pokemon that you can only get after you unlock everything. Can't remember what they're called. I'm, I'm a Pokemon <laughs> fan, sort of. I've played like five of the mainline series games, but yeah, I'm Pokemon same here.
0: You know, I, Pokemon Red's my favorite game. Um, and that is the only other thing I'll say about this one is that uh, you, I would say it's it's relatively balanced. It feels it feels balanced so far in terms of the different generations of Pokemon that are in here um But I—I I was maybe you were saying this, or maybe Michael was saying this. But it does seem to favor a bit more of like Generation Two, and further further in. Like there's there's a bit more of Gen Two and further. Yeah. Uh, less of Gen One.
1: I think I said um, that, which is, and, which
0: is fine. And I may be wrong
1: about that because I know Gen One Pokemon really well. Um, Same. Gen Two, I never played. I just read that it favored Gen Two heavily, so and and i mean there's a few from sword and shield there's a few from some of the x and y games so uh
0: yeah Uh, i mean you know uh did you ever play pokemon stadium 2
1: i I have never played stadium or stadium Ah,
0: wow um so that was cool because that was like gen 2 in that one as well and i i know those only because of pokemon stadium 2 really because i never played the um the ones that came after i forget the names gold and silver i think yeah
1: yeah, that's right.
0: So, yeah, I mean, uh, closing thoughts. I mean, would you would you recommend that someone pick this up, or like, what would you tell someone that's considering buying this game?
1: I would. I would recommend picking it up. I think it's a unique experience. Um, it's it's really kind of a, a almost feels like a classic gaming experience. But I think <laughs> there's a caveat to that, and that I think a lot of kids would like this too. And especially if you know, it's a kid that loves Pokemon. Um, just that idea of, of collecting things is really this, the hook here as well. Like collecting Mm -hmm. those Pokemon. Um, so yeah, I, I would recommend it. I think it's a pretty good game, um, for,
0: (laughs) it's a good game
1: for for just about any type of gamer. Um, you know, the one thing would be like, if you're just one of those people who like thinks Pokemon's for losers, it's totally not for you. Then that might not be it, but
0: Yeah. If you don't like Pokemon, definitely don't play Pokemon Snap. Uh, but I mean, even, um, I mean, my my only review right now is uh, Hannah has enjoyed it, and she hasn't really played video games. And so, you know, the fact that she's like at least somewhat interested in taking photos and just playing it casually every now and then speaks to the appeal uh, that it might have for people that might not even be gamers, really. Um, so yeah if you hate pokemon don't play it but if you are like ah you know i'm indifferent on pokemon then you might like it still um and always always buy physical just in case because you can resell it if you don't like it um and and i was able to sell most of like the switch games that i've beaten for like 30 40 bucks well well after like four three or three years after i bought them so (laughs) they
1: hold their value and and another thing is like people will always say it shocks me and irritates me that i you always hear that Nintendo games never go on sale. They're on sale for forty dollars, like once a week. Like a yeah. lot of like um, Best Buy has a sale right now for like I think it's Smash Brothers, yep. Firehouse Three, uh,
0: Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem yeah. Three
1: Houses, and uh,
0: Target always has it. Uh, Walmart sometimes has it. Yeah. Buy one get one. So yeah, like
1: you can, and this is a game that's not ever going to be rare. So you can wait, <laughs> uh, you know, a year or so. There's nothing that's like. You shouldn't be chomping at the bit to play this, but whenever it comes across your way, you're probably going to smile. So, yeah,
0: I love play it for forty love bucks. That. We'll put that on the on the box. Whenever it comes across your way, you're going to smile. Perfect. Well, uh, unfortunately, all that is the end of our podcast. This was a quick discussion just to talk about uh, new Pokemon Snap Landry. Thank you so much for uh, jumping on and giving us your giving us your wisdom in this.
1: Hey, thank you, Jake. Thanks for being flexible with me.
0: <laughs> hey man, this is a this is a life we live now. This is this is the reality. Yep, for sure. That is, that is not a problem at all. Um, be sure to follow Landry uh, on Twitter at Soft Iconoclast. Okay, Soft Iconoclast. And then you just said that you actually have a you wrote um, a review for Pokemon Snap, so that should be airing itself soon. Correct?
1: Yeah, I need to get back on to my blog and like post something. I've been writing, I just haven't posted it anywhere. So. I'm the uh, same. Yeah, you know, I need to get better about that. I just, I'm just still trying to keep those fingers sharp. I just. Uh,
0: it's hard. You got, you got limited time. And then also you're like, uh, this isn't what I wanted to, to read like yet. I need to wait a little bit. And then you end up waiting way too long. And then you're like, I don't even care to post it anymore.
1: And then, or if you're like me, you get it to where you like it. And you're like, I could post this on my blog, but no one's going to read it. So who cares?
0: Hey, don't say that, and I care, Landry. Thanks, that's man. That's the reality. So post it for me, okay?
1: All right, I'll do it for you.
0: <laughs> uh, follow us on uh, the socials as well, BitBloggist, on all those, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. I stream sometimes, and I'll be streaming probably some more Pokemon snaps sometime soon, maybe tonight. Who even knows? Um, send emails to bitcast at like I mentioned at the top of the show, to be featured on here and have your questions read off. Until next time, y'all, this has been BitCast. Thanks for tuning in to talk about some stuff.